Hello? Is this thing on? Hey, what's up everybody in podcast land? This is Lachezy Goddess with Organized Chaos. And welcome to my very first episode. Listen, it's been a long time coming. And I know, I know I was supposed to start this thing like two months ago, but you know how that is. Thank you guys for remaining patient. Thank you for your overwhelming support. And finally, we in this thing. I'd like to introduce myself. I am Lachezy Goddess. You can call me Lachey. Some people call me Shay. I'm from Polk County, Florida. I'm currently living in Atlanta, Georgia, attending Georgia State University. I decided to create a podcast because I wanted an arena where I could be exactly who I am. I contemplated about creating a YouTube channel or something of the sort, but I'm not into makeup tutorials or hair tutorials. I like to talk. It's something I do very well. And I think I have a pretty nice voice. I don't know. Organized chaos is funny, it's intelligent, and it's most importantly relatable because honestly, who can make sense of it all anyways? What a journey it has been to get to this moment. Today I want to talk about healing and my healing process. Um, This episode can be a little heavy, I'm not going to lie because I'm going to get into some things, but for the most part, the podcast in a whole is going to be really fun, really informative, super funny, and just a really great space. Um, I hope that you guys are ready, and I hope that your minds and your hearts are open to some of the things that may be said on the podcast. So this first episode is about me, my healing process, and just some advice I may have for people who are going through a battle right now. I hope that my journey can help with yours. Because that's what we're here for. We're here for each other. And the reason why I named the podcast Organized Chaos is because I feel like that phrase is my life. My life can be so chaotic sometimes. It can be a bit much. Me as a person, I am just normally on 110. (laughs) But as I grow older, I've learned to kind of ease myself up on people. So it's easier for them. But with the organized part of it, it's I kind of have a hang of what's going on. When I get into my story today, that was a very unorganized part of my life. But now, this new chapter in my life... I have a clear vision, and I'm a lot more focused, but my life is still chaotic. It's organized chaos, because I've accepted the fact that who can make sense of it all anyways? We all don't have it figured out. We're trying, and that's what matters. So if anyone has me on Instagram or has the organized chaos page on Instagram, you've seen some posts. One of my latest posts um, was the Speak My Peace, and it's where I give my established opinion on things that are going on in today's society. So I wanted to start with my first episode telling you guys a little bit about me and speaking on something that is extremely important right now, and that is mental health. 
Yeah, I know. I feel honestly mental health and the issue of mental health has always been extremely important. But now it's more trendy than ever. You know, it's more trendy to talk about mental health and blame things on mental health. But are we actually seeking healing? It's like we're wallowing in our misery because it's trendy right now. But seriously, more than ever, it's important to heal. I want to talk about my healing experience. And hopefully I can help someone who's trying to heal on their own. Um, first of all, it's not something you can do on your own. It's something you should definitely express and something you should definitely seek help with. My story begins at my rock bottom. I feel like I've reached and I hit my rock bottom in October of 2017. In October 2017, I attempted suicide. I was in a very, very low place. And a lot of people who know me would be like, girl, what? Not Lachey. (laughs) Well, let me tell you how. I was living well beyond my means. I was trying to keep up with the lifestyle that was not something that I came from. And ultimately, I crashed and burned. Now, obviously, the suicide attempt was unsuccessful, and I thank God for that. But it was something that definitely brought up a red flag, like maybe I need to get some help. I remember the police coming in. I was in my closet, and they got me out of there. And I remember being in the back of the ambulance just sobbing, saying how I just can't do it anymore. I can't take it. You know, it was just too much for me. And my family, we believe in God. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. Um, Jesus died for my sins. But was I living like that? Absolutely not. I was living like I had lost my mind. And it was a wake-up call. As a result of my actions, I was sent to a mental health hospital. And I was there for the mandatory 72 hours. And I was around these people who were also either coming from a situation where they attempted suicide or they were in a situation where they were just unhealthy um, as far as being a danger to themselves, being a danger to the people around them. And we all were there. And I was like, I don't belong here. (laughs) I remember every single day someone would tell me or ask me my story. I would share them with them. I go to Georgia State University, you know, my job and I have this friend and I have this and I have that and they would be like well what the heck are you doing here so often I was hearing that I remember I would go to the therapist and they would just say hey you are facing very temporary issues you have solutions you have things that are in your grasp and instead of taking advantage of those things you're trying to do it all on your own was it pride I don't know, but I know that when I left the hospital, I knew what I was going to do. I was going to move back home to Florida, not permanently, but just for a little while. I needed to. I had to, and I did. So I went home. My mother and my grandmother came up. They packed up all of my things, and we went back to 
Polk County, Florida, which is completely different from Atlanta, Georgia. It's peaceful. It's home. Still a little dangerous, not gonna lie, but it's home. And I stayed home for six to seven months. So now I'm back in Atlanta. I'm breathing different. <laughs> I'm living different. But it took some time. Have you ever felt like you were in a place that you couldn't fail? It's like so many people are looking at you and so many people are counting on you. And you mustn't fail. Spoiler alert. You will. You will fail. And you will fail so hard. But you'll get up. And you'll know better next time. And you'll do better next time. Because you failed. Failure isn't a bad thing. It's inevitable sometimes. And I know we look at celebrities and influencers and we're like, geez, they are winning. But they lose sometimes. And so will you. Now, since I've been back in Atlanta for these last couple weeks, and I have observed a lot of people that I had in my life during the time I was in my rock bottom. And that said a lot about my situation and me not being able to get out of it. Your tribe determines your vibe. And what I mean by that is, if you have people around you who aren't motivating you, who don't notice the signs. Like, I remember I would just think about the friends that I had during that time and the things that I was doing during that time. And I'm like, whoa, why didn't they say something? Because truth be told, while I was at home in Florida, they had a lot to say. You know, I'm, I had this one friend who I thought I was really, really close with. And while I was home, I was just thinking like, man, I got to get better. I got to heal so we can get back and I can, you know, be with my friend once again. And then upon returning to Atlanta, I discovered that this girl was bashing me, you know. She made fun of my struggle to others. But I thought this was a friend of mine. When I was in a dark place, I didn't need a turn up buddy. I didn't need someone to smoke with, someone to drink with. I needed someone to vent to. I needed someone to motivate me. What's the point of friends? If we had everything we needed for ourselves, we wouldn't need friends. So your friends are supposed to be people who are better than you. If there is something that you can't do, something you can't achieve, something you want to achieve, and you know somebody who has these qualities and these attributes and these resources, that's who you need around you. Because I know how to smoke. I know how to drink. I know how to party. I know how to turn up. But I didn't know how to take care of myself. I didn't know how to vent to myself. I didn't know how to stay focused sometimes. I didn't know how to say no sometimes. It's so important to have spiritual solitude. There's a lot of people in the world who are just in the world and just floating. But I needed to fly. And I won't get deep into religion because I know I may have listeners who have different beliefs. But I stand strongly by what I believe. And I believe that God had to get me out of that situation, had to uproot me from Atlanta because I was like, I'm not leaving. This is where I live. This is where I work. This is where I go to school. This is my life now. But God had to uproot me and say, hey, 
this may be your life, but it's going to come to an end if you don't get it together. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful that he removed those people out of my life. I'm grateful that he removed me from those situations. And now that I'm back in Atlanta, I'm back and I'm better than ever. So Lachesey Goddess's pointers for recovering from your rock bottom are one, acknowledge and accept. Acknowledge that you're not in a good place. It's like when I was in the mental hospital, I'm like, yo, what am I doing here? And the second half to that is accept. Accept the fact that you have to do something about it. Accept the challenge of turning your life around. And I accepted the fact that I needed to move to Florida and I needed to get out of Atlanta. So that's number one. Number two, your tribe determines your vibe. Not to say that other people around you are the blame for what you're going through, but they have a huge effect on it. So maybe you're not around the best people or not to say that they're bad people, but they're just not the best for you and where you are right now. So you got to make some changes. It hurts. It sucks because sometimes they're so much fun, but they're just not good for you. And lastly, spiritual solitude. Finding peace within yourself and finding your place in the world and God has a place for you. God has a place for all of us. So those are my three pointers for recovering from your rock bottom. Those are three things that got me out of my rock bottom. And I hope that they help you too. This is a crazy life. But you got this. If not, that's cool. (laughs) Because it's organized chaos. No matter how crazy things get, you will end up exactly where you need to be if you remain focused. Organize chaos. Because who can make sense of it all anyways? Until next time, take care of yourself, each other, and make good choices. Mm